Well, hey there. Welcome to the Prayer Podcast. I'm your host, Jan L. Burt, your fellow Jesus follower who very much wants to grow in my prayer life and encourage others in their prayer lives too. Here on the Prayer Podcast, we learn what the Bible has to say about prayer, and then we apply it by actually praying. It's my privilege to join you on this prayer journey. Now, let's get to praying. Hey there, hello to you today, and welcome to this episode of the Prayer Podcast. My name is Jan Elbert, and if we have not had the pleasure of meeting in real life, I really wish I could meet you, say hello, hug your neck, and pray for you. Super thankful that you're listening to the show today, and I hope you will be blessed and encouraged. Okay, let's jump in. Weakness. How should we pray when we feel like we have some weak spots in our lives? It could be any part of our lives. A health struggle, maybe, that makes us feel weak in a physical sense. Maybe we don't feel like we have memorized all that many Bible verses, and and so we don't feel spiritually strong. We feel a little bit weak in that arena. Um, Maybe you didn't make it to all the weekly small group Bible study sessions, didn't always get your Bible study homework, your lessons done. It could be a totally different part of life wherein you feel a little bit, or if you're like me, sometimes a lot weak not super strong in some aspect. We tend to like being strengthy. I know that's not a word. I just made that up. But that's like just to paint a picture of we don't like being or feeling weak. We want to be strengthy, strong people, right? It doesn't get us the promotion or the raise. Our our kids don't necessarily want to be all that respectful or obedient. If mom and pops are weaklings, if you have health issues that have a really serious impact on your life, you can feel just like, I don't have what it takes to get done what needs getting done in my life. And being weak is often part of being unwell, if we think of it in terms of like physical health. And even when you're on the like road to recovery, post-op, after a surgery, you can feel weakened, not bouncing back as quickly as we like. Weakness It's a real thing, and none of us really likes it all that much. It's just not fun. And sometimes, dare I say, it even feels a little bit un-American to be weak. Wait, are Americans even allowed to be weak? Let me drop something here that has helped me and many, many others. When I remember that I am not exactly an American Christian, as in my nationality does not describe quantify or precede my faith in Jesus, but rather I am a Christian who happens to have been born in and lives in America. It's like the pressure to never show weakness kind of falls away and I can be all in with Jesus first and foremost, which really is what it means to be a disciple, right? So yes, we are allowed to be weak. We are allowed to be weak. We will of course be weak and we know that and sometimes We extend grace to others in their weaknesses, but especially living in America, it can be really hard to give ourselves permission to extend grace to ourselves when we ourselves are the ones dealing with weakness. Let me share a verse with you that I think may help, and it's something that Paul wrote, and he is the one, after all, who said that in his weakness, the Lord was strong. That can be true for any follower of Jesus. And so I'm going to share this verse with you written by Paul, the one who said he was strong in his weakness. 
From Romans chapter 8, verse 26, the New Living Translation says this, And the Holy Spirit helps us in our weakness. For example, we don't know what God wants us to pray for, but the Holy Spirit prays for us with groanings that cannot be expressed in words. You know, when I was a new believer, this verse was a little bit confusing to me in a way. I had to wrap my mind around the Holy Spirit praying for me. Like, wait, what? Really? But that's what it says. It says the Holy Spirit prays for us with groanings that cannot be expressed in words. I had to really, really, really wrap my mind around that. Like that was unexpected and maybe even a little bit uncomfortable, if I'm honest. I did not know how to process that because it seemed unfathomable to me. What kind of God would pray for his people? Can you tell that I was not raised in a Christian home and I had a lot of growing to do as I began reading the Bible for the first time as a young adult and figuring out how to do even the most basic things like the simplest aspects of prayer were totally foreign to me. Anybody else relate to that? Maybe this verse is still a bit uncomfortable for you. How does this work exactly? And how do we do our part in this process? Do we even have a role to play? Is there a formula to follow? Should we try to better ourselves, improve upon our weaknesses, or just leave them be and let the Lord do whatever he wills? You know, the answer is probably not always cut and dry. Our part is to pray and ask God to fix, to heal, to deliver, to restore areas of weakness and to listen for his reply, for his response. He does heal. He does restore. He does deliver. And sometimes he shows himself strong right there in our weakest places. What we know for sure is that this verse promises the Holy Spirit helps as in present tense, right now, helps us in our weaknesses. And as we pray, just bear in mind that the Holy Spirit can take over. He can make sense of our prayers when life is too much and we're overwhelmed, or even when we just aren't really sure what or how to pray. This is a comforting verse, because we've all experienced this kind of uh, back and forth conflict about how to pray the best possible way in a certain situation. If you haven't ever experienced this, I am, I'm rejoicing with you in that because that is amazing. But for those of us who have been torn a little bit, like you feel a little war torn, this person is really going through a deep, anguishing part of their life and I'm not sure I'm praying the right way for them. And when I pray out loud with them, oh, I'm really wondering, am I even bringing any comfort to them at all? That's kind of the stuff that you might wrestle with in prayer. Remember that God wants relationship with his children. He is a God of order and not of chaos. The Bible, as it says in 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 33, it says he doesn't save us and make us his dearly loved children in order to follow rigid formulas. That would be religion. And he really is a God of relationship. Jesus' entire ministry is ample evidence of that. It is for freedom, then, that you have been set free. That's what it says in Galatians chapter 5. If you're feeling distant from the Lord, if you sense your relationship with him is not all that it could be, if your prayer life has become more of a chore, like a to-do list, if it's fading into the distance on its way to becoming non-existent, if it feels stagnant, stale, or stunted, I hope that this verse from Romans brings you encouragement and a lot of it, like ample encouragement today. The Lord is the Holy Spirit. He will pray for you. 
And you can be sure that the prayers of the Holy Spirit for you are going to be answered. That is encouraging. That is comforting. I hope that one result of this podcast will be that prayer becomes a get to and doesn't end up feeling like a have to. The Lord longs to spend time with you, and that is for sure a part of our prayer time, the time you spend with the Lord. We are spending time with God, and God is there with us. We are in his presence, so he is with us. We share with him. He answers us, and it's something that God created, prayer is. So let's make the most of it and see it as a wonderful thing that we get to do. Let's lay aside the rigidity today and pick up the love and the grace that God offers us. All right, if it's okay with you, I'd love to pray for you now. Father, thank you for your goodness toward us that even when we feel completely weak, you remain strong. Thank you for exhibiting that strength on our behalf, for helping us and granting us wisdom and clarity and peace and mercy and so many other good gifts that come from your hand. You help in our weaknesses And we thank you for that. And that help is something we never want to take for granted. Thank you, Lord. I'll say it again. Thank you, Lord. So often we do not know what to pray for, how to ask for what is most needed. And when we don't even know how to speak, when life is so hard and so difficult, you are so kind that you intercede for us. Knowing that the Holy Spirit will pray for us with groanings that cannot be expressed in words That's a comfort beyond measure and a gift beyond compare. On behalf of all your children, I thank you, Lord, for this gift. Your goodness toward your children is immeasurable. May you show us that goodness in increasing ways today. Lord, I'm asking today that this exact goodness be extended to every person listening. Pour out your love and your grace and peace that surpasses all understanding on each and every one. Meet them at their exact point of need. Be near, closer than a brother. Keep your promise to never leave them or forsake them and be tangibly with them right now as they pray. And especially when they don't feel as if they can really pray, intervene on their behalf. Comfort hearts, calm nerves, flood in with peace like a river and do what only you can do, what only you will do. Be much with them and carry appropriate prayers into the throne room of grace on their behalf. What a privilege it is to pray today for your dearly beloved children. Keep them as the apple of your eye, Lord, and be glorified in their lives. In Jesus' name I ask this. Amen. Thanks so much for listening to this episode and for allowing me to stand with you in prayer today. If you'd like, I have a free daily prayer tracker that you can download and print. The link for that is in the show notes. And as always, I am blessed to pray for you. And you can send prayer requests to me at my email address, which is my name, Jan, middle initial L, Bert. So J-A-N-L-B-U-R-T at Outlook.com. And I pray for every single request that I receive. I'll see you next time for the prayer podcast. Thanks for being here. Bye-bye. so much for joining me today on the prayer podcast. It's a blessing to read what the Bible says about prayer and then to be able to pray with you. Remember to always pray and never give up. See you back here next time.